Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, 32 plus years now, make it 33 years, you're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA, and pro wrestling. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed, awesome, imitated, but never duplicated heavyweight champion of the radio airways, folks, let's say 33 plus years now. And guess what? This morning, we're going to play a little history. That's right. We'll bring in boxing historian Lindy Lindell. We'll bring in in a few minutes. Of course, he's out of Detroit, Michigan, Mr. Motown himself. But he knows everything like from when the first boxing glove was ever made to like, you name it. He knows everything about boxing. So the boxing genius Lindy Lindell, double L, will be here after the first break. And in about 40 minutes past the hour, we'll delve into the world of brain damage. That's right. Brain damage. CT, chronic, traumatic. I can't say it's software. It's got me. Anyway, the bottom line is you get in the head too often. About 10 years after, things start to turn south on you. When they turn south, it ain't good. No doubt about it. CT, football, contact sports, boxing, MMA, you name it. It's all there. Bottom line is this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. After the break, we'll talk with Lindy Lindell here on Sports Byline. Say you've locked out old man winter, but you've also locked in stale air. I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about an easy trick to freshen up the entire house right after this. The probability of a serious fire in a building may be low, but the potential consequences are enormous. In addition to smoke alarms and fire extinguishers, fire-resistant building materials can give you extra time to escape when seconds count. Roxol Stonewall Insulation is a critical line of defense in fire protection. Roxol is made from basalt, rock, and slag, and this combination results in a non-combustible product. It resists temperatures up to 2,150 degrees and will not off-gas, contribute to toxic smoke, or promote flames. These tips brought to you by Roxol, the better insulation. One of the drawbacks to sealing up the cracks around the perimeter of your home is the increase in indoor air pollution. Stale air can quickly become less than pleasant with lingering odors from cooking, laundry, pets, and even breathing. That's why it's important for your air exchange to operate efficiently. But here's a simple trick for quickly eliminating those smells. 
scatter six or seven drops of essential oil over the air filter the next time you change it. Use vanilla, lemon, almond, cinnamon, or any of your own personal favorites. The air movement through the filter will distribute the fragrance of these oils to every room in the house. I'm Danny Lippard with tips for today's homeowner. Do you love pizza? Because if you love pizza, the 10 any pizza deal from Pizza Hut is the biggest no-brainer in the history of the world. You can carry out a large pizza, any toppings, anytime for just 10 bucks. Even a large pan meat lovers or pepperoni lovers or whatever toppings you love. They're all 10 bucks. The 10 any pizza deal because no one out pizzas the hut. Ask for this offer. Additional charge for extra cheese and stuffed crust. Product availability, prices, and participation may vary. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. Our company specializes in low-cost SR22 auto insurance. We know that mistakes happen and offer free quotes for very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. The quote is free, and we'll handle the filing so you can start saving money. Call 800-758-0725. Ah, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? <sighs> yep, feel like racing. <laughs> hey, wait. This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as directed. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. I'm here and I'm ready. They're not. Bring it. Check the clocks. 12 minutes past the hour. This is Sports Byline. My name is Pedro Fernandez, but you know this. If you don't, hey, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Welcome to the Ring Talk family listeners. If this happens to be your very first time or if you've been with us for a long time, you know what's happening. This is your inside look in the world of combat combat sports. Now we take it to Motown, Detroit, Michigan, and bring in my good friend, Double L, Lindy Lindell, boxing historian, boxing writer, author. I can keep going on, but the bottom line is if I read his resume, it'll take me to the end of the hour. Lindy, how are you today, sir? Very fine. Very fine. Okay. Lindy, I, of all the questions i got to ask, i got the first one to ask you, did you ever watch any of that pro wrestling when the Sheik was doing his thing there in Detroit? Negative. Uh, I, I got out of the wrestling after I saw... No, uh, a brain full in the 1950s. Okay, I, I don't know. Okay, I don't know what that means. But anyway, the bottom line is. Well, what it means is is that um, you know I got tired of the grunting and the groaning. They were predictable, and uh-huh. um, the entertainment value stopped. Exactly, the entertainment value isn't there for me today. But some people say that about the world of boxing. Let's talk about today's boxers. Of course, Keith Thurman now, undefeated yep. lad, uh, welterweight, good looking, 147 pounder. Going to take on Danny Garcia, I think, next month, March the 4th, in Barclays Center, of course, in Brooklyn, New York, home of the Brooklyn Nets of the NBA. And uh, both men are undefeated. Danny Garcia, the ascending junior welterweight champion, a guy that's sort of been unpredictable in that, you know, there were fights we thought that he would lose, and he won handily. And now he and Keith Thurman are going to clash, and they're both undefeated. What gives here, Lindy? I like it when you have two undefeated fighters, which is a rarity, 
because of the way boxing is set up today. So I'm looking forward to that fight. One of the few, by the way. Oh yeah, well, okay, but let's—I mean, when you think about undefeated lads, you think of the the Hearns and Leonard go, going back to September 1981, that welterweight battle. But of course, these guys aren't quite of Leonard and Hearns stature. You know, Lindy, some a guy named Mike Schumann who used to play in the NFL. He has a, a World Series, a World Series, a Super Bowl ring with the 49ers. Now he's the ABC Sports head here in San Francisco, ABC Seven TV channel, and. He was telling me that he saw Sugar Ray Leonard at an airport about three or four years ago, and he yelled to Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray, you were getting on a flight there. I didn't yell at him, but he said, Sugar Ray, you ruined boxing. You ruined it, Ray. You ruined boxing. And Ray was like, Ray was like, had his militia with him, four or five guys, and they weren't taking too kindly to this. And then he pauses for a second. He says, because after you quit boxing, you and Duran and Hearns and Hagler, boxing wasn't any good. You think that's true? Well, I think, you know, you you did have a different ilk of fighter. You had, uh, although the two, as you mentioned, were undefeated, they were, they were fearless. Uh, they would fight anyone. Now you have to go through all kinds of rigmarole to get two guys in the ring at the same time. Uh, and I, I think that's the, one of the major things that's hurt the sport. Uh, the best fighters are not willing to uh, take on all comers. You, you know, and I, I chuckle about this because I see these guys squirming when they're asked about fights with this guy while well, he's with another promoter and this and that. You know, and like Manny Pacquiao, you know, um, I have got mixed, mixed emotions about Mr. Pacquiao as a fighter and a person, but, um, you know, he could have he went to Bob Arum two or three years ago and said, look, Either you make this Mayweather fight or we're done. And guess what? Bob would have made that fight. Yeah, well, when you say two or three years ago, it probably, you know, it's been it's been over a year since the fight, right? Yeah, well, um, what I'm trying to say is two or three years before. In other words, when the fight was hot, although the fight did record numbers, this and that, it didn't record numbers with the squares because most boxing fans knew that this was as predictable as rain coming down soon. Uh, yeah, but um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if we have the, all the information about why that fight didn't happen. You know, both sides blame the other. Uh, you know, the important thing is um, it didn't happen. It didn't happen until it became an almost meaningless fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it pumped out more money than uh, any other in history. And you put ten fights together and it didn't come up with that kind of money. Um, yeah. Let's, let's let's go back to these welterweights, Keith Thurman and, and Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia is is one fights. A lot of people thought he wasn't going to win, and that's sort of been his his uh, his mo. And this fight here against Keith Thurman, if you think about it, with the size disadvantage, the fact that he's a junior welter welterweight moving up to one forty seven, and the size advantage that that potentially Mr. Thurman would have and things like that. And the fact he's, I think, a couple years younger. You think there's there's some advantage maybe to Thurman. Then when you think about what Danny's done in the past, his ability to upset the apple cart, you never know. So Hector Martinez, my best friend who predicts boxing pretty well, one of the best fighters I've ever met in my life, managed Roberto Duran for a while. He thinks that Danny Garcia is going to win, and I'm sort of in the middle here. I was thinking Thurman was going to win going away, and now I think about it, eh, it's a pretty close fight. Who do you think's well, going to win? Pedro, we're talking about the fight. 
that yeah. means that there's interest. And we don't know who's going to win. We have our theories and so on and so forth. I think that, um, you know, I would love to see Garcia win, but uh, I would favor the other fellow because um, he seems to have more natural ability. And like you say, he, he does have an advantage of weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the negative with him is is that um, he somehow has avoided the... This is his biggest fight. And he's avoided one or two big fights in the past. And that makes me a little suspicious. Well, Mayweather avoided all kinds of fights coming up. I mean, he didn't want to fight Margarito and things like that. And I was always suspect of that. Hey, hey, what do you think of this? I've always said this, and, and I said I'm repeating myself. The old listeners know what I'm talking about. But if Mayweather was in porno, if he was a, porno, uh, a pornographic movie star, he would have no career. You know why, Lindy? <laughs> Tell me. There would be no money shots. There's no there's no money shots with Mayweather fi- in his Mayweather fights. I mean, you can't tell me one Mayweather fight right now that you want to go back and see like you'd want to see Duran Leonard one, maybe or or Hagler. No, Leonard. there was one impressive fight uh, <clears throat> before he was champion, and uh, you know who I'm talking about the Latino who the tall Latino that subsequently was killed. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, you're right. Basically, you're right. Uh, his, they don't make greatest fights of the century. No, they don't. Um, let's talk about Saul Alvarez, 154-pound WBO champion right now, World Boxing Organization champion. I was with him in October in Puerto Rico, and he said to me that he's going to fight Golovkin in September of 2017. That's He said it was pretty well set, and that he was going to fight Chavez before in May. And now, of course, the Chavez fight signed. Chavez looks rededicated. I mean, I saw him in his last fight. He went ten hard rounds. He worked the entire ten rounds. He probably could have went. Tw- he could have went twelve. Um, he was in good shape, and he was like a pound and a half under the limit. So, I mean, dedicated. Does that give him a chance against Alvarez? Well, you know, uh, when someone gets knocked out, uh, which we have in the recent past. Uh, what can you know? You you don't know how that person is going to recover. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. Well, obviously, you, you know, you never you listen. You never know how anybody's going to react once they get buzzed. Because every time you get buzzed, it's a different situation. Lindy, Lindy, hold on. I'm going to run up, run yeah. up on a hard break here. Linda Lindell's our guest, folks. I've got open phone lines around the world. One eight hundred eight seven eight played as one eight hundred eight seven eight. Seven five nine. We'll talk about the history of the game, the fight game, and then at forty minutes past hour, we'll switch gears and we'll talk medicine with Doctor Netan Sati. Of course, he's a man that. Well, what can I say? He tells his own story at forty minutes past hour. The brain doctor will be in the house at forty minutes past the hour. You are tuned to Sports Byline. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. There's only one Mayweather. There's only one Mayweather. He talks the talk and he walks the walk. Walking to the money land. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Time for some America, Pedro. Sports Ballad. Hey, baby. The great Don King there giving me my props for Sports Byline. Mr. Donald Trump's right-hand man. God. Imagine Don King in the cabinet. <laughs> hey, Lindy, think about that. Don King in Donald Trump's cabinet. Uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'd be, hey, Don would be explaining things like trickeration to these people. Yeah, well, you know, when something like that, and he uh, stood behind Trump, uh, when Trump went to Cleveland, 
and you thought, well, this is another misstep by Trump, and we were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Julio Cesar Chavez now, of course, you talked about the one loss, but he's he's 50-1, and one. of course, lost that one fight going away, but... You know, he was against Andre Fitera, and he retired, got stopped, didn't look good, came in overweight, undisciplined. But in this last fight, he came in disciplined, and I mean, he was really disciplined. He really was. I could see that he really trained. You can see the bones in his face, and that he was really in great, great shape. And of course, the the pride of the entire country is now on his shoulder, and that of Saul Alvarez, who was forty-eight one with a draw, one loss to Mayweather, but. You know, the pride of the entire country is on his shoulders. And I think that, that young Chavez, being, having to live in his father's shadow for so long, realizes this is the only opportunity he'll ever, chance, he'll ever have to come close to matching his father. If he doesn't win this fight, he'll be a, a has-been and never was, all that kind of good stuff. But if he wins this fight against Alvarez, who's the biggest star in Mexico, that, that puts his, his status on another, another level, don't you think? Well, here's the thing about the a father and son uh, relationship in boxing. They rarely work, and it hasn't worked in this case. Uh, there's been complaining on both sides. Uh, the training, uh, I know he's training better now, but uh, prior to that, uh, he was notorious in not training well. Uh, the father was there. He didn't do anything about it. He was just sort of like a uh, wallflower. He was a cheerleader. So, you know, it, it just, uh, you know, show me. I want to, you know, I, I do want to see the fight uh, because, like you say, it is a make-or-break kind of thing uh, on uh, more than one level. Okay. And that's, and that's the excitement about it. And, and, of course, now, provided Alvarez comes out of this with two arms and two eyes, he'll fight Golovkin in September and. Is you know is Golovkin as talented as I think he is, or am I overrating him? You know, um, this sounds like a political answer, but we won't know until he. I mean, the opponents that he's had so far, uh, you know, haven't been great. Uh, so this will be a real test. Hopefully, the fight will happen. Uh, it's it's really the only fight we have to look forward to, I think. Well, it's, but, it's, but, the big fight, uh, it's the big fight of 2017. And yet it will make far less money than Chavez and, and, and Alvarez, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, you're probably right. Um, no doubt you're right. However... Uh, you know, I'm I'm of the sort who looks at good fights, and I'm not worried about you know. Let somebody else worry about the money factor. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for the best matchups, aren't you? I I agree. I'm looking for the best matchups. Can we both agree that Manny Pacquiao's done? You can stick a fork in him. Well, here's my commentary. I I haven't uh, I haven't bothered to watch his last two pay-per-view fights. Exactly. Um, so that's my way of commenting on your question. Tell, tell me about the magazine you put out quarterly. Tell me about that. Uh, Boxing World is, I like to advertise it as, a kind, as the next to last boxing magazine in the United States. 
And it comes out irregularly. Uh, if it comes out four times a year, that's unusual. Usually it's about three times a year. And you can purchase it, or you can look at a whole copy for free by going online and putting in the, the following three words in Google, Boxing World Magazine. And it will bring up all 40 or 44 pages of uh, a particular magazine that came out, I'm going to say, four or five years ago. Okay. Um, uh, so you can see what you're getting, at least. And it is uh, because of the the way the sport is going and the lack of, um, and, and frankly, because the magazine doesn't come out as regularly as we would like, uh, is tending more toward the historical. Let Andy, do you remember when, a point in time when you and I were two of the absolute effing hottest boxing writers in the country when we were writing for Boxing Update and, and Flash Magazine, how people couldn't wait to get those, how, um, I can't think of the guy's rating, the referee's name now, but how we used to call the top rank office and they would they would read him our columns out of Boxing Update and, 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 and Flash Magazine because he was on the road. I mean, remember, those, those were the days of magazines, magazines and newsletters. Well, that that was that was a great you know when I look back on uh, thirty uh, thirty five plus years of writing uh, that uh, the people that know me or remember me remember me from that particular uh, publication and not the other ones that I've written for because everyone in the industry got that publication because. You could count on if, well, let's see, I'm wondering what happened in that four-round fight uh, that took place in Seattle two weeks ago. Yeah. It would be there. Every yeah, fight was up. recorded. Yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty amazing. you get all those people from all over the world. And some of the characters, like Bruce Williams, who I had met, some of the characters, some, other, some of the other characters I met that, that wrote for Virgil Thrasher in those magazines. Oh, yeah, yes. Jack, Wel yeah. Jack Welch. Yeah. Yeah, he, Jack Welsh. Hey, Jack Welsh. He and I are in Japan. In Japan, we're in China. We're checking out of um, the uh, Oriental Mandarin Hotel in Beijing, China. Be yeah, in Beijing. I'm in Macau, and he says, and, and, and uh, the cops come on on the uh, on the on the bus, and they're looking for some stolen merchandise. Okay, he stole a magazine, put it in his uh, in in his suitcase, and didn't say anything about it. So anyway. He goes, yeah, you know, you stole the magazine, Pedro. Blah 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 blah. You're calling a, you're causing a political event. Blah blah, all this kind of stuff. Turned out the magazine was in his suitcase. Okay, he snatched it. Okay, so Jack Walsh was one hell of a character. Of course, Jack was a big time drunk early in early on in his career when he when he sort of fizzled out there in Las Vegas and, and went off into uh, better days. Uh, what can I say? He he was he was yeah, a, a sad so. case, a loner um, who. Uh, well, obviously lived alone, and uh, as you say, he drank. Uh, but he kept things going, and uh, he was a publicist as well, you know, uh, for Aram. He was fun to be around. Oh, absolutely. He was a, he was a quintessential fight guy, down to the stogie in his um, clamped jaw and the uh, eyeglasses on his nose typing away. And I'll say this: nobody, nobody was nobody burglarized burglarized buffets better than Jack Welsh. Jack Welsh was a buffet burglar. I'm telling you, if there was any free food anywhere in the house, Jack was there first, and Jack got the best. 
<laughs> boxing think, people have a knack for doing just what you Yeah, boxing people have a knack for doing just what you said. That they come to town. First thing they want to know is even before their uh, where their room is. Where's my food money? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's important, Lindy. When I was fighting as an amateur, you know, we'd go into like L.A. or somewhere or, or Nevada, and, and you want to know, you know, where is the food money? How much are we getting, and where do we eat? I mean, because that's yeah, important. That's all you do. Who I'm fighting? Yeah, you know what? Over and you're in the, when you're in the amateurs, you know, you never know who you're going to fight really until sometimes the weigh-in, or even not even until sometimes until they. They uh, bracket these things out, and you get in the ring. So you have no idea you're going to fight, unlike the pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, Lindy, Boxing World's going to, when's the next issue going to come out? I know I'm going to do something with this. What do you want me to do? <clears throat> well, I'm hoping that we can get it out in the next three weeks. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm on the horn right now, uh, well, a few minutes ago, uh, soliciting copy. And, you know, you can do your part with the Eddie Machen article. That would be great. And uh, I might even have my friend David Regal call you up and uh, have a, a short conversation with yourself to maybe even give you a, a nugget or two that uh, got by you that you might include. A lot got by me. All I knew, I knew him in his, in his, in his retirement days. I didn't, know, I didn't really know him as a fighter. Yeah, well, I think that uh, David Regal uh, also uh, knew him in that state. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is, is that you know he yeah. he saw a side of him that maybe you didn't see. Okay, folks, we're talking about Eddie Machen, one once ranked the number one ranked heavyweight contender in the World Coin Ring Magazine. My boxing mentor, the guy that got me into boxing back in 1969. Lindy Lindell, Boxing World, you take good care, man. You and I have the okay. greatest conversation in the world. We're going to talk tomorrow the next day, okay? Sounds good to me. The great Lindy okay. Lindell on Sports Byline. Next up, Dr. Netan Setu, talk, Setti, talking, of course, sports injuries. This is Sports Byline. never knew how to smile till you came into my life. Are the arms that long to lock you inside every day and every night? Girl, and here is the soul of which you've taken control. Can't you see I'm trying to show love is right? Oh, show and tell. Just a game I played when I want to say. This advertisement is neither an offer to lend nor a commitment to funding. Pun funding is a marketing and information firm for businesses. We needed cash, fast. Business is good, but this is an emergency. We needed some new equipment. The banks wouldn't help us. Need cash for your business? Call Penn Funding. We help small business stay in business. If you're in business six months with $10,000 per month in sales, you probably qualify. Call Penn Funding now. Call 800-766-4055. 800 766 
I called Penn Funding and had my money fast. Penn Funding helped me stay in business. Penn Funding helped us grow. Penn Funding can save your business. We can help you grow your business. Make the call now. If you need cash for your business, call Penn Funding. We help small business stay in business. Need cash for your business? Call 800-766-4055. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Now, more Brain Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The great doctor, Netan Seti, is on the line, folks. He's going to talk to us about CTE. Doc, how are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Okay. What is CTE? So, CTE stands for Chronic Traumatic Encephalopathy. This is a term which has been used, which has recently become more common common knowledge, especially after uh, CTE was identified in some NFL players. But I mean, in a simple way, let me try to explain what CTE. From a very early time, like probably in the 1920s, this, this, uh, this disease, this is not a new disease, this has been known. In fact, in boxes, uh, CTE earlier was known by the terms dementia pugilistica. Mm-hmm. Some of you might have heard of that. Punch drunk. At times, uh, people used to call them punch drunk. There was another term which has been used in boxing called slug nutty. You get slugs on your head multiple times and you become nutty. And mm-hmm. that's kind of a good way to kind of describe CTE. Uh, studies have shown that when you get multiple hits to the brain, 
multiple concussions, multiple hits, that kind of leads to deposition of this abnormal protein in the brain. And at a young age, these boxers, these uh, fighters, like MMA fighters, these players, like some of the NFL players, at a young age, like in their 30s, late 30s, early 40s, late 40s, are developing problems with memory, attention, concentration. They're also having uh, behavioral changes like mood problems, depression, anxiety disorders. So when neuropathological studies were done, when, when you know, the brains of some of these boxers were looked under after at the time of autopsy, we found the deposition of this abnormal pigment in the brain. And that disease is called as CTE or chronic traumatic encephalopathy. I want to emphasize it's not a new disease. It's not a disease which is unique to football players. It's not a disease which is unique to boxers, but probably the earliest description of CTE was in uh, in boxers. And like I said, it was known, known at that point in time, different no terms have been used over the years. Dementia pugilistica is probably the same thing which CTE is. Interesting. Dr. Netan said he's our guest, folks. He's an expert on brain damage, of course, he's a brain doctor. And when, when you look at the overall picture of combat sports, the NFL is now admitting to an extent that, you know, players are suffering CTE after sometimes just a couple of years in the league. In fact, I know a guy, Mike Schumann, who's seven years with the NFL, didn't take too many hits at all, and he's having problems finding his car coming out of the theater. And I tried to tell him, hey, Mike, we all have problems finding our car sometimes coming out of the theater. He says, Pedro, it's happening all the time. Therefore, he has been diagnosed with having some issues. It's pretty crazy. He never took any hits, Doc. Yeah, so, you know, I, and, and that's where things become a little bit gray. As you know, boxing, I, I work as a ringside physician. A lot of times in boxing, you'll, you'll see the hits, and you'll see the knockouts, you'll see the KOs, and you know a boxer is taking a lot of punishment. But nowadays, what, what new thing which is coming out is a lot of times these hits are what are called sub-concussive injuries. You don't really need to have a major knockout, a major concussion, but you're, might, you're probably getting small amount of brain damage, small amount of concussions, which are subclinical. That means they are not presenting clinically, but they are still adding on. And over years, by the virtual, virtual nature of these contact sports, a boxer who's fighting for, you know, let's assume he fights for 10 years or so, over that entire career, he's going to get a lot of hits. And these all add up. And at some point in time, the disease, which is CTE, starts off in the brain. The problem is we don't know at what point in time CTE starts off. So if you tell me, if you're a boxer and you come to me and say, hey, Dr. Sethi, I'm worried. You know, I'm worried I, uh, you know, I might develop CTE. When do I know no mass? When do I know to say, you know what, I, I need to walk, out, uh, walk away from this sport because I'm going to risk brain my brain health? I'll tell you I don't know. It's very hard to identify at, at, with the, our current uh, testing what, what point in time a boxer or MMA uh, fighter is at risk for developing CTE. Yeah. So we don't have any good biomarkers of CTE. You come to me and you say, I have Lyme disease. I do a simple blood test. If, you have, if it's positive, you have Lyme. If it's negative, I'll say, Pedro, you don't have lines. Be you know, relax. On the other hand, if you come to me and say, "Can you do some testing to find out if I have CTE or not?" I would basically tell you, 
I don't really have any good tests. I don't have any blood tests. I don't have any tests I can do on the spinal fluid. I don't have any special MRIs we can do. That is why a lot of research is going on to try to find out the biomarkers of CTE. They are doing a, we are doing a lot of research. The NFL is, uh, is helping in that research. The Department of Defense is helping in that research. A lot of funding coming in. How to identify the early signs of CTE? What are the biomarkers of this disease process? Can they be identified uh, in a timely fashion? Can things be done to prevent these fighters, to protect these boxers from developing CTE? Interesting. You know, I, I was I was I was never knocked out in fifty two fights, but I I was knocked around one time, three punches. The guy hit me three different times in Las Vegas, and and I felt funny. I mean, I got knocked down. I felt funny. I felt concussed. I knew something was wrong, and I didn't feel right for about a day and a half or two days. Uh, needless to say, I didn't box for a while after that. But I got to tell you that you sort of know, or you should know, as a boxer, when you can see things starting to fade away. In other words, you know, your reflexes aren't there. In other words, Doc, when I was getting older, older and guys were hitting me, guys in the gym were hitting me that couldn't hit me before, I realized that my time was short, and I knew that I had to get out. Now, I made that decision. Unfortunately, the other guys have, uh, have to pay rent, have to have wives to feed and families to feed and things like that, and they can't say no. See, I, was a, I had another vocation. I could say no, but, but a lot of guys can't say no. So when do you say no? That's a very good question, and uh, the answer is, you know, that's where, that's where, like I said, we are doing a lot of, lot of research going on to figure out biomarkers for CTE. But you raise a very good point. You know, in boxing, a lot of people say, I got my bell rung, or, you know, something happened. In football, they use the word also, my bell was rung. So a lot of times I see boxers, you know, they walk into a stiff jab, they walk into a right, and you can clearly see that a boxer might be concussed. You know, he staggers a little bit. Sometimes they kind of take a knee. Uh, sometimes you can see the look in their eyes. But by the nature of sport in boxing, a lot of times these concussions, even though if you're sitting on the sideline as a doctor, you might say, I think this boxer is concussed. But by the nature of the sport, you know, the fight is not stopped and the fight goes on. So you have a concussed boxer fighting. And as we all know, we are boxers who have had a, you know, a, uh, a terrible knockout in the first round, and they've come back to win the fight. So these boxers continue to fight. And, and they're getting further hits to the brain. Now, with the, with the, the science is changing. So because we don't have good biomarkers for, uh, for mm -hmm. CTE, the, the, the emphasis is on educate the boxers, educate the corner Corner, corner, uh, corner staff, corner men, educate the referees, educate the doctors that how to identify concussion and in a timely fashion. So let me tell you a few signs and symptoms of concussion. Okay. So let's assume we get hit. And after the hit, you know, you might develop some symptoms. Like, for example, after concussion, a lot of people report headache or a pressure feeling in the head. Mm -hmm. They might report feeling nauseated or some even vomit. They may report being sensitive to light, sensitive to loud sounds. Uh, uh, concussed athletes at times report a subjective feeling of being off balance. And then they report other things like my attention is off, my concentration is off. Dr. Sethi, I feel foggy, I can't think. I'm a little irritable. So those are all subtle signs of concussion. And it's very important that all boxers 
all athletes, especially those in contact sports, learn to recognize concussion. Because sometimes, like you said, the signs are very subtle. It may not be a direct hit to the brain, but you're still concussed. And if you feel you're concussed, bring it to the attention of somebody. So let's assume... Exactly. Is a concuss? Can I put this... Is that a good... Uh, how about I've said neurologically short-circuited. Is that, a, is that a good term for a concussion, good way to explain, to explain the concussion? Think about concussion as a closed head injury. You walk into a stiff jab, you walk into a right, your skull will take the brunt of that force, but some amount of force goes into your brain. Mm-hmm. And then after that, there's a functional change in the brain. The brain is not functioning as it should. And you have all these signs and symptoms which I described. That is like a concussion. So in majority of patients who have concussion, if you go to the ER and you say, do a CAT scan on my head, the CAT scan will be fine. You'll not see any blood in the brain, but you are still concussed. And you'll have all these signs and symptoms. And nowadays the emphasis is identify the concussion, check these athletes on the sidelines or on the, uh, uh, you know, side, the ringside. And if you feel they are concussed, you know, pull them out, give mm-hmm. them rest. And you have to give them both physical rest and mental rest till they come back to baseline. And the reason is that if you allow a concussed boxer to continue to fight, you'll agree with me, you're more likely you get concussed again. You're more likely you get further brain, brain damage. Mm-hmm. And then also these symptoms will increase in, in, in severity. And, and, you know, the, uh, we talked about the link between all these multiple concussions leading to CTE. So one point I really want to emphasize to you is that I think every boxer, every cornerman, every coach should know what concussion is because unless you know what concussion is, you're going to miss it. But don't you think the referee is really the guy? I mean, the ringside doctor is all cool and everything like that, but like, but like I wrote in that story in the WBO convention uh, program there, the referee is really the first guy. If he does his job, the ringside doctor sometimes is not even called in. True, and that's why boxing, as you know, me working as a ringside physician, I, I love boxing, but I'm very passionate about doing my job, which is making sure that the boxers who are fighting under my watch, they are not getting hurt. I'm, I'm worried not just about an acute traumatic brain injury, which might occur in the ring, which we're all worried about, but I'm also worried about the future. What happens to this boxer five years down the line? What happens 10 years down the line? You, you said the right thing. These are boxers. Their families depend upon them. Uh, you know, that's where the boxer is making a livelihood. But you also want to make sure that when he or she retires after, you know, after their career, they are not left behind with permanent brain damage. So, so referees in New York, either a referee or a ringside physician can stop a fight. But as you know, in many, many, many states, only uh, the, referee. the referee can, can stop the fight. So I agree with you. Referees should be educated in recognizing the signs and symptoms of concussion. Okay. But I can you and we all agree. We have been watching boxing. We are all passionate about boxing. Boxing is a sport where, by the nature of the sport, if you start stopping the fight for every concussion, that's not going to go down well with either the boxer, all his corner, or the uh, all the public which is watching the fight. So, so who who has a greater stake in here then, the athlete or the person buying the ticket? At the end of the day, that's where that's a very good question. That's where it comes <laughs> into the, the the ethics of boxing. You know, 
do you find boxing ethical? And as you know, multiple articles have been written. Some people say ban boxing. Some people are passionate about boxing, and this debate rages on. But I think what I want to emphasize to your listeners is there's a slight difference when it comes to managing concussion on a football field versus in a ring. In a football field, I have the, 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 you know, the liberty of pulling that player out on the sideline, assessing him for concussion. And if I feel he's concussed, I'll say, you're not going to go back. You're going to rest. But the game will still go on. True. In boxing, I don't have that. I have a, a minute in between rounds to assess a, a, a concussed boxer. And if I start stopping the fights for every concussion, you know, by the nature of the sport, in boxing, every punch is thrown with the idea to cause a knockout. Every punch is thrown with the idea to cause a concussion. So that's what, make, that's what makes identifying concussions and preventing concussions and CT in boxing so challenging for a, for a doctor. Well, Doc, I want to thank you so much for that explanation. Dr. Netan Sati, Sati, of course, I met him in Puerto Rico, the WBL convention. I thank you so much for your you know, you're being involved in boxing. We need neurologists. We need really, really good medical people involved in contact sports to take a look at this because, you know, I think in 15 or 20 years from now, we'll realize that we can't take some of the concussions out of both football and boxing if the medical people and the officials involved are doing their job. I agree, and that's why, you know, like I'll tell you a few practical things which we have done. Make it quick. I'm running up on a hard break. Uh, we are educating boxers about concussion. Every time a boxer comes in for a pre-fight physical, I'll educate him about concussions. After the post, after the fight, when I'm doing a post-fight clearance, I'll educate him about concussions. That's what you do: education, education, education. I think that's where we need to spread the word around. And I think we are all passionate about this sport. I strongly feel boxing can be made safer, and I think uh, this is one of the ways of doing that. Dr. Netan Seti on Sports Byline. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain... 
back pain and you've tried everything, try oil can joint lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. I better use some Tic Tacs just in case I start kissing her. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. I can do anything. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He certainly knows how to shake things up. Boy, Dr. Netan Sadi, he sure knows his world when it comes to the world of brain damage, folks. The man's a brain doctor, and of course, he's a ringside physician. Well, he's a boxing fan. What a what an unusual group of, uh, of, when you put that all together, I mean, how many brain doctors do you think are boxing fans? Not too many, but Dr. Netan Sadi's a great guy, and I'm glad I met him. And Of course, he explained CT pretty clearly, clearly to us. Of course, also want to thank the great, great historian of Detroit, Michigan. I'm talking about great Lindy Lindell. This has been Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on Sports Byline. It's Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 33 plus years now, you're inside looking the world of combat sports. You would have-